Oh. Wow. Yeah, look. You, are you, I just turned mine on. Are yours do not disturb? Yeah. No, you didn't download the, the new iOS, did you? Oh, man, I'm the oh, one of the oldest iPhone, aren't Chris, I? Chris, in iMessage? Did you download new iOS? No. Yo. I can't be bothered, to be honest. It literally will tell you now. It's like, this person is a do not disturb. So then, you know when you text someone, and they're like, how come they're not answering? Yeah. Now you know why. I mean, you can just leave it on all the time. That's right, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized you guys is, like, I don't have a new phone. You guys have, like, the three camera lenses on it. No, I have two. He's the bougie one. <laughs> oh. Three cameras, bitches. Yeah, what's the, what's the third one do? You <laughs> don't, don't know. know. Wait, what's the point? Honestly, I don't know. It does nothing, man. <laughs> it's for Zoom. You yeah, can zoom in yeah, quite zoom a bit. So like, they right didn't now build I can it see in... your pores. Oh, God, no. I'm joking. They're so bad. <laughs> Wait, okay. So what phone do you have? This is the 11 Plus. And then yours? Pro. Uh, what's the new one that came out? <laughs> 12 or 13? Oh, you have the, the 12. 12. Oh, the 12. The 12. I didn't yeah. know this was the 12. Yeah. Hmm. And your thoughts after no more fingerprint? Uh, it took me a while to get used to the face thing. It kind of pisses me off because it doesn't recognize my face with a mask on. No, in general, like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> in general, it pisses me off because it has like two tries and you have to put the code in. It's like yeah. I don't know. It's like you don't have it set up that your your watch unlocks it. What? Come on, you're like the Apple Watch aficionado, and you don't know you can Wait, unlock what? your phone how with you your unlock, watch. How do you do that? It, if it just if it can't read your face it just does it automatically it senses your watch yeah it senses your watch is nearby I didn't fucking know that alright I'll check that out oh shit I know something that you didn't know about the Apple Watch but like do you notice sometimes if like you're on a weird angle or you're like this oh where you have God. like extreme double chin <laughs> like it doesn't read your face or sometimes too when I'm like yawning it doesn't read my face if I your eyes are closed if your know. eyes are closed it's, it can't read your face I don't know how often I yawn when I try to unlock my phone so <laughs> oh my god also Okay, say you're in like an emergency situation and your face gets disfigured somehow and you need to access your phone to call 911. Yeah, it's called the pink oh, emergency. Pin oh, and, and, okay. and, and I don't know why I go to like the worst situation possible. Well, welcome to episode three of For All Eyes Only season two. I'm Lore. I'm Peter. And I'm Chris. And um, we're looking to change our last episode's title because it's a little bit of a downer. Um, it was a hard episode to have, but I think it's a conversation a lot of people have. Also, I say normalize a lot, so please cut that out of my vocabulary. Normalize? Yeah. I've like heard, said it on the past three episodes. So. Yeah. I, I didn't notice it. Yeah, it's it's funny because we're only hypersensitive about our own selves, I feel. Yeah. No? No. Or Okay, what do I say all the time? I feel like... Uh, yeah, what's our catchphrases? Yeah. What are our catchphrases? Uh, I'm blank. Normalize. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> it's completely normal. It's okay. I think I just want to normalize everything. Yeah. <laughs> normalize everything. I feel like that's like the whole world right now. They just want everything to be fucking normal. Yeah. Because so, everything's not normal right now. Yeah. No. yeah. How do we feel about the word triggered? Triggered. I feel like it's a term that just gets like thrown passed around. off and thrown around a little too much. Where it's just like, I, I understand like the original meaning, you know, in terms of someone feeling triggered by something that is very serious. Mm. Yeah. But now it's just like being used as a term like, oh, stop triggering me. You we know, need when, a better when, word. When someone is like being annoyed or something. Yeah. Like well, people don't, shouldn't equate the word trigger to you're pissing me off. Just say you're pissing me off. <laughs> That's how I use it now. Christine, stop triggering me. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, for me, like I, I hear myself say 100% all of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know where that fucking came from. Yeah. Do you say I that a like, lot in your everyday? I guess in my everyday, but it's also just a filler word. You know, instead yeah. of saying yes, I have to say 100%. That's just two more syllables. Maybe that's like 100%. your corporate vocab coming out. Five syllables. But is that corporate though? 100%? Do you say that during meetings? 100%. <laughs> Actually, I think you know we all say it now. I think yeah. we all say it. Well, I think when I I'm say on 110. Zoom, 110. <laughs> I'm just playing. But like, we don't have the opportunity to play those meetings back like we do with a, with a podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't actually know if I say it as much. You should record yourself. That's why I like weird. this podcast is, is a good opportunity to actually like listen. And that's what I noticed about myself. I say like write a lot and, and you know a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like depending i have phases that i might come up with words i'm like oh i like that word and i start using it more yeah oh yeah you know it <laughs> like happens. trendy word of the season <laughs> yeah trendy word you know especially when i was at work at the bank it was like oh yeah yeah what was your what was like your word that you would use a lot honestly i can't think on top of my head right now yeah but i know it definitely has some words for sure for sure oh, oh oh you done a disservice to yourself you're doing a disservice to yourself. <laughs> oh it's not my really gosh, a word. that's such a salesy thing. Yeah, it's, it's not say. really a, a word, but it's a phrase. It's like, oh, didn't want to do this, this investment. It's like, listen, you're doing a disservice to yourself right now. All right, not doing this investment. No, that's no. such a sales tactic. That's what I was doing. I was doing sales. <laughs> um, what was yours? I think I say like a lot and um. I think we all do. That's like universal. I know. Yeah. How did like become so prevalent in the way that we talk? It's like, just a filler. Like, yeah. I don't know, like, oh. right? Oh, oh, I thought that was. It doesn't like, make was sense. Was that intentional or no? Kind of. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> but it doesn't make sense if you if you look at the word like, like, like. But it's it's also a really cool word in that it depends on the intonation of the way that you say like, like and it could mean so many different things. That's true. Like, like, like. You know, like there's, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. there's so much variance in in the. It's like the word "fuck." You can say like, "fuck" or "fuck." Oh yeah. Or yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I saw this thing in in Polish, right? There's a there's a curse word called "kurva," right? Kurva. 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 Right? And like literally, just how you say it could mean. A what does it mean? Things. Wait, what does it mean? Yeah, what does is it like mean, mean like Kurva. Russian curse words? Because I heard like Russian curse words are like really disrespectful. Like, what's kurva mean? It's like, could mean anything. It's like how you say it. It's like kurva. No, kurva. what does it mean, though? What does it translate like into fuck, English? pretty much. Oh, okay. Kurva. I might be kurva. wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's fuck. Something around the lines. But yeah, you know. It's, I feel like it just, it just like, it, tra- it it kind of, like, transfers over to the English language as well. Like, kurva. how you say it like, you know? I kind of like you know? it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should. Okay, let's see if we can uh, not say like. okay this reminds me of (sighs) my uh college professor that would deduct marks every time you said the word like during a presentation so i had a lot of pressure yeah and he would make us take a breath or something before like wanting to see before wanting to say it yeah because it's just so quick for us to rely on a filler word when our mind is not fast enough to fill what our mouth needs to say yeah you know what we should do we should do like Maybe not this podcast, maybe the next podcast. It's like we should make a bet. 
Every time we say like a jar, and yeah. you have to put a, a dollar jar, a in like every jar. single time. And then we would play the podcast. We're like, oh, Chris, you said like oh, a shit. drinking game. We should make it a drinking game or yeah. a smoking game. Oh my god! Okay. Oh my god! So <laughs> so well, I don't know. Yeah, they're gonna get so fucked. But I think yeah, it's often perceived that if you say like too often or too much, that you're not as intelligent because it's mm-hmm. it's a filler word. I kind of see that though. Like I, I feel more confident. Like. Oh god! <laughs> but like, uh, no, that no, that wasn't real. That was real. Does but like, but like count? I don't know. Oh no, that's a thinking word. Yeah, because yes. you're like, but like, okay. yes. Think about like politics or politicians. Do they say like? Have you heard often? Biden? Huh? Have you heard Biden speak? Not fully. No, not recently. No. <laughs> I he heard say like a like, lot. He talks out of his he ass. He says a lot. um a lot. Mm. But he has a speech impediment. And he's also really old. And he also had, like, brain surgery, like, two times. So does he okay. get a pass? <laughs> he gets a pass. I, I don't think he should be president in Boca. That's another topic. <laughs> That's another <laughs> topic, man. <laughs> we'll continue on last week's topic of our depression podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, we wanted to move into more of our spiritual side of our podcast. Mm. The origins of For All Eyes Only. And why we connected, because we haven't really touched on that. We've talked about, how many things have we talked about now? Sex, sex, BBLs. BBLs, ED, depression. Um, Depression. It really runs the gamut of just everything, I think. Kanye West. Yeah. Yeah, The Kardashians. Kendra Kardashian and you Kardashian. Yeah. Well, I guess it's a good resurgence of the story because it talks about how we became friends again back to our first episode which is actually surprising that it's one of our top listened to episodes did you know that which Which one our very very first one oh Oh, yeah there was a lot of hype and then they realized it wasn't (laughs) worth it and they just all fell off (laughs) wow i don't need that energy (laughs) yeah what the fuck (laughs) um but if you listen to that podcast you would know that um we had a shroom trip in which was uh, a very interesting night where I first met Chris for the first time. And Peter introduced me to a group of friends that I've never met on a more intimate basis. And the reason that Chris and I clicked is because he was the only one to validate my Dolores Cannon story. <laughs> yes, good old Dolores. Um, so Dolores Cannon is a QHHT practitioner. I don't know when she passed away. What does that stand for? <clears throat> yeah. Quantum healing hypnosis therapy, mm. um, where you are put into a state of hypnosis to explore a past life, um, usually with the purpose of healing a trauma of some sort. And um, when I met Chris, it was 2020, right? Tw- 2019. 2019. Dude, guys, right? it was 2020. No, it Can was, you believe yeah, that? You're absolutely right. Right that before was only just lockdown. Last year. Right before lockdown. Yeah. And oh, <clears throat> when I uh, discovered this Dolores Cannon character was back in 2016 when I ran off to Hawaii by myself <laughs> with a bunch of strangers. Yeah, I remember listening to the story for the first time at my house, and I'm just like, <laughs> can't believe you just did that. So cool. <laughs> it relates to last week's podcast because that was a peak of me feeling really uninspired by the people that I was surrounded by, boyfriend and friends included. And... um Luckily, I don't have that concern anymore. I'm very inspired by you guys. Um, but at that point in time, I ran off to Hawaii and needed to find myself. 
and I ended up going there with a bunch of strangers. Wait, can we backtrack a bit? <laughs> can you talk about how you actually found yourself in Hawaii? Because I found that part so interesting. Like where oh, you found out about the trip and whatnot. Yeah, so <clears throat> actually this girl actually got a lot of hate after I came back from Hawaii. So I don't follow this girl on YouTube, but I'm a big YouTube watcher. I'm sure you guys, I think we can yep. all relate. We watch a lot of YouTube. But on my recommended page, I just saw, would you like to have, or like, are you feeling off or something? I forgot what the title was. And I don't know who this girl was. <clears throat> this was an ad, right? No, it was an actual video. Okay. Don't know who she was. Now you clicked on? I clicked. No, it was on my on my homepage. Okay. So I remember lying in my couch, just like, who is this girl? And I just clicked it. And um, I think maybe I watched one of her previous videos because she was a raw vegan. And I was just interested of like learning about raw vegans. And um, <clears throat> all it said is like, I'm hosting a self-love retreat in Hawaii at the end of October, November. And if you're feeling a calling to it, you should apply. And I took a chance at it and I applied and I got in. But can I, can we talk about exactly what were you going through during that time? Because it's not, it's not just you just, you know, <laughs> we're, like, we're like trying to peel back the layers. Yeah, like I know. I, have only, I actually don't think I've fully disclosed that era of my life. Um, I was, I was depressed. <laughs> there's, there's no, that's an obvious. But I was also with a friend group that was also disintegrating. We had a big fallout. And this friend group was also changing in, from Instagram-obsessed friend group mm-hmm. to still Instagram-obsessed, but trying to become an influencer type of friend group. Oh, like they were just going for it. Like this is going to be trying. my career. and Trying. Yeah. Or like, you know, I don't know. It didn't appeal to me. At the same time... People that like those girls were into social media. I was also dating my ex who was filled like all he cared about was social media. And we were already on the rocks and we had some issues and we already planned a a trip in Paris two weeks after the scheduled trip in Hawaii. And so I was just feeling really like down and out. I'm like, I'm uninspired. I'm overworked at work and I need to escape. I need to run away. I need something different. I'm like, I'm a city girl. Let's do the complete opposite of what a city girl does. And what that was, was going on a trip with a complete group of strangers, eating raw vegan, and going to a place I've never been before. So that's how that happened. <laughs> that's how I ended so up So you just Hawaii. clicked on a YouTube video that came yeah. up on your page, mm-hmm. and then you just signed up. And then that you got accepted. And yeah. then next thing you know, you were on an airplane to go to Hawaii. <laughs> Pretty much. And um, shout out to my last workplace because I've made really great friends there. And because I was aware that I already booked time off for my trip to Paris, I was really on the fence. I'm like, guys, I got accepted to this random thing I applied for. And I don't know why I want to go, but I want to go. Should I go? My boyfriend's not going to be very happy. My friends, I don't really have many good friends anymore. What should I do? And this couple that I worked with, they're like, just fucking go. We'll figure it out. Just go. And I was lucky enough to also work for the CEO who was big on personal development. He's just like, go. So he totally understood. He's oh, yeah. Just like, you need the time. You need the growth. So yeah. just, just go. go for it. How long was the trip? Um, I believe it was seven or ten days. And I left in the end of October and... 
got back in November, I believe, sometime November. What year was this? 2016. 2016. 2016. Summer 2016. I had no idea, guys. Like, I'm telling you, I was a bunch of strangers. I have no, I hadn't, I don't know what I was walking to. When I told my mom, she thought I was joining a cult. Like, they're <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, Mar- that's what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> like, they had no idea. They're like, who are you going with? I'm like, nobody. Why are you going? I just feel like it. Like, they did not understand one bit. And even when I told my boyfriend, he was like, why? I'm like, I just feel like it. Like, I feel like I need to go. And so it was really out of my comfort zone. I wanted to go on a vacation, but I think I needed it by myself. And I, to this day, I don't know why I would do something like that. Maybe I was in mania. You know what? Maybe I was in mania. Very similar to what I did in 2018. Um, <clears throat> so we were given an itinerary of what we're doing. And let me know if the story is getting too long. And no, like, very <laughs> um, so a lot of the people that were hosting the Hawaii trip actually worked on a farm, a fruit farm, an organic fruit farm, where they run this program that you can actually live on the island of Hawaii rent free on the farm as long as you work on the farm. Cults. That's like uh, work away. What's work away? <laughs> Completely two that's different answers. No, it's not. Bro, that's how they keep you there. No, it's not. <laughs> they make you work and then you just live off the <laughs> land. It's a fucking. Were you, were you guys all wearing the same color as well? We weren't wearing anything. <laughs> okay, <laughs> cute. No, but what'd you call it? No, there's. I think it's called work away. I was actually looking to it recently. It was like you could do some simple jobs. Yeah. Just to like stay there for free, you know, just to live there anywhere oh, in the world. Okay. And I was just looking. And then that's it. where the chanting starts. And then <laughs> I'm joking. Right. So back to your story. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we have like an itinerary. So in the morning we do like yoga and dude, like raw vegan is like a commitment. I obviously don't have the patience for it, but yeah. thank God for these fruit farmers because they know what they're fucking doing with raw vegan. Was food. it tasty? Delicious. It sounds like fucking, fucking um, delicious. Nine perfect strangers and you blend that shit. Totally. Like the smoothies. So the first thing in the morning, fresh smoothies and boxes of, uh, mangoes and rambutan. Ooh. Fresh. So fucking good. Yeah. And then we'd also have oranges and, oh, fuck, I forgot the name of it, but passion fruit. And it's, like, fresh off the tree. And you just have boxes of it at the morning when you wake up. And then after you, um, I think after yoga, that's when you have it. But the yoga was really nice. I think she was from the UK. And she'd do some meditation with us afterwards. So it was so nice and calming every morning you got did, did yoga. And after yoga and our smoothie, we'd sit down and talk about our personal problems problems oh my god like with a bunch of strangers so a lot of them were from the states one from new zealand one from the uk myself from canada but they're all like early to mid 20s and two people like mid to late 30s 40s and some of these girls come from really rich families but they all wanted to live that like rugged life because they found no meaning in it so I don't want to name their names, but there was this one girl whose dad was a big executive at some music place, and she hated her life. She's she told us how she was like suicidal and stuff, Eesh. and that her dad was like an abusive drunk, and like, but she's like, we had a lot of money, and like, I don't want to live this life, you know. So she came, had another girl who. Her parents, she's from the UK. Her parents are two really big Broadway actors. No idea who she is. Um, but she's also suicidal and like depressed. <clears throat> and then there was this other girl who 
looks like a freaking model. Like she she was on the path to become a model and she kind of looked like Bella Hadid, like gorgeous. But she was unfortunately assaulted by a family member. Like recently? And yeah. So she, oh, fuck. Yeah. So we talked about things like that and the purpose of us coming to Hawaii and all that. So that went on for a couple of days. Was it easy to open up to complete strangers in that environment? Because it was sort of like like an open space and they, they encouraged being open? Kind of. Um, it was easy. I think also the place that I worked at the time, just so grateful for that experience because they encouraged addressing things like these. So frankly, I feel like I was a little more privileged being there because it's not that I had like an innate issue. I just felt uninspired. Like these girls actually went through very traumatic experiences yeah. that I could not relate to. It's just, and also this kind of also played a part in my depression. Like, why am I sad when everyone else is having a shitty time? It's just like, it invalidates your sadness. I see. Because in in severity, like in Mm -hmm. degrees of severity, you feel like your problems are a lot more deflated compared to somebody that was just assaulted by a family member. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's always been my upbringing. Like, I always felt bad for the people around me rather than my situation because I've been in a very good position in life my whole life so i can't complain um but anyways yeah so we had like sessions like that every morning and then on lunch we'd go on like a hike somewhere or like we went to this thing called a kava bar which is like this this route in hawaii that if you grind up you'll be drunk and high at the same time what isn't that like dmt though no it's so it's not like not DMT, bro. You have not done DMT. <laughs> and maybe, I don't know if, a, if a, a Hawaiian will ever hear me talk about this, but kava, it's like, it numbs your mouth. Yeah. And it tastes like mud. <laughs> like you're drinking mud. But it doesn't taste like absolute shit. Like it, you can No, it tastes it. like water, like mud water. Yeah. And like, you Speaking can get- from experience? Yes. I'm just kidding. Because you know when you get splashed in the mud? <laughs> <laughs> Rolling in the mud during wrestling. Um, you know, So- it go, it tastes like, yeah, it just tastes like mud. Mm-hmm. And, like, your mouth goes completely numb, and you're just kind of, like, high, like, sitting there. Yo, that sounds sick. It's all natural, though. All natural. Isn't and that same, almost, like, same effects? I don't know if that's true, but maybe, like, chewing cocaine leaves? Cocoa leaves? Oh, I've heard about that. You know? I don't know. I, th- I think it numbs your mouth, too. I'm not mm. 100% sure, but I think it gives you, that, like, a high feeling as well. Oh. Something. I'm not sure, to be honest. But I know well, I know Coke, be- you can rub it on your gums and go numb. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the actual leaf, before it gets processed, the actual leaf, people oh, actually eat it. chew it. They chew it, yeah. Yeah. So, Kava Bar. Um, also, so to give you some background, the island that I went to was a big island in Hawaii, and apparently it's a really big, like, drug problem in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. So, the Kava Bar that I went to, like, these guys are not here. Like, I have videos. Oh, they're like loopy. They're just not on this planet. You can tell. Weird. And the music that they're playing, you could tell they're <gasps> just that's not here. And like, they're not on like weed for sure. Yeah. They're definitely like, they're, it's a crystal meth problem in Hawaii. Oh, oh it's like, a big crystal oh, meth they're problem on hard in Hawaii. Drugs. I thought it was like it's a psychosis drugs. thing off no, of no, psychedelics. No, no. Well, I wouldn't be surprised as yeah. some other people, but like the people I saw, they're just not on drugs that you just play around with. Mm. There's a crystal meth problem in Hawaii, like Mm -hmm. a really big one. Yeah. Um, And also on top of that, because the Hawaii has a temperature that you can live outside, you know how we talked about Vancouver having a lot of more homeless people, people can live everywhere, but not have a home. So that's also known you also barter for jobs in Hawaii. 
So you're like, oh, I'll do this job for you if you give me like fruit to eat yeah. type of thing. So the Kaba bar was there. And then I guess the main part of the story was the past life regression. So the past life regression thing was um, a random occurrence that was not in the itinerary at all. So was it part of the Kaba bar? No. So the Kaba bar was just an excursion. Gotcha. We went to oh, okay. also other parts. We went to the volcano, which was completely like life changing. Imagine just seeing stars everywhere you look, but not be able to see your feet. That's how dark it was outside. Crazy. And all you see is volcano, mm. like most beautiful thing you'll ever see in your life. And just seeing like new land being created in front of you. I cried. Like I just sat there and cried. Um, and so anyways, Am I worrying you guys with this? No. No, not at all. <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm in tune. Okay. Um, so the night that the, the, the past life regression happened was the catalyst to even our friendship right now. Yeah. So <clears throat> we had a plan to go somewhere. We planned to go to volcano climbing, but the weather wasn't good. So we postponed it to another day. And instead, we had one of our host's moms come to do a past life regression. They told us this mm. during their morning like routine, and they had it on the schedule. And I'm like, what the fuck is a light past life regression? Mind you, I'm not spiritual at this time. I'm not religious of any sort. So I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And all us girls are like, what the fuck is this? So... um this lady named Maria comes Sorry, in. Sorry, were we high right now? Like on Kava? No drugs at all. Got it. Yeah. Just want to no clarify drugs. that, yeah. Although I did bring my pen. <laughs> I didn't use it. Um, but no drugs. And so all they told us, they're like, all right, just um, we're going to have an intro session with you and Maria. And um, we'll talk about why what she's doing. And I'm like, okay. So she comes in and she's like, hey, guys, I'm Maria. And she, she's like, I've learned from... Uh, this a woman named Dolores Cannon, and I couldn't remember, remember remember the name for four years until I met Chris because yeah. I just remembered Cannon. Yeah, I remember when you said, I think you just said Cannon, and I was like, it took me a second, but I'm like, do you mean Dolores Cannon? Yeah. So you like it was a four year span between experiencing that experience and actually remembering all that was brought up. So it was like a delay in all of that. Um, so. She explained how Dolores Cannon would put people in a hypnosis therapy in order to relieve a manifestation of some type of trauma in the physical body. So she told us about a cancer patient that came to her, a, I think stomach cancer, and she brought her back to uh, like a past life. And it told her something that she was holding something back and not expressing it to somebody. And as soon as they did this like healing ceremony, the cancer, the tu the tumor started going away. And like, they've been trying to get treatment for a long time. And then another story is that a woman who was covered in like all these scars, could not get treatment from doctors, was burned in a past life. Mm. And once she forgave the people that burned her alive, her scars started going away. And so I, ha I still have her business card and we can look up the testimonies of these people. But yeah. she apparently she's cured like, thousands of people through this thing not dolores cannon the one that the, the one that, yeah but she learned from dolores cannon right you can, yeah so dolores cannon is the one who t taught people how to do this um and she also explained how like every life that you live on earth you're with the same soul family so there's a high That's likeliness cool. yeah there's a high likeliness that all three of us maybe lived in another past life together 
but not as the same characters. I wonder what characters. I know. We I've also been. heard recently too is like we were part. Some people could be part of the same soul split. Ooh. Oh, oh! I just got chills that's, from that. Yeah, me too. That's fucking weird. Yeah, that's weird. Oh my god! I have a twin sister. Do you think maybe? Oh, it, it just got been, chills. Maybe. We could have been like split souls. Dolores Cannon comes on my TikTok very recent, like a lot recently. Really? I haven't yeah. seen her once on my TikTok. Oh, she's all I gotta over say, my fucking yeah, front Dol- of my phone. Yeah, same for your Dolores phone. Dolores Cannon. Yeah. Dolores Cannon. I got a lot of the spiritual <laughs> shit on my phone. Oh, I just got chills hearing that split soul. Yeah. yeah. That's very interesting. I, I was uh, something came. So I'm going off topic. No, no, off no, topic, please. But I, I recently it was something about like twin flames. I'm like, oh, interesting. This girl was, was mentioning oh, with twin yeah. flames. It could be. It's kind of weird how twin flames could work because it could work like you guys could be against each other or together mm-hmm. almost. But it could twin flames could actually be like literally a separation from one soul. Interesting. Right. That's think, really cool. Do you think in terms of partners and significant others? We're trying to seek our other half in that sense. Maybe. Maybe, but uh, I wouldn't say that's definite because yeah. there's like 7 billion fucking people in this world, <laughs> right? That's true. But like, okay, for example, and this is kind of going off topic, my neighbor and her significant other, I'm convinced they were like something in a past life together. You could just sense it from them. Mm. Like they're different. And they're like, they're perfect yin and yang to each it other. It could be like soulmates, like actual yeah. like legit soulmates. Yeah. 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 So very interesting i like that i want to look into that yeah sorry sorry. go go back to what you were saying so yeah so um apparently you have your own soul families and you can um be reincarnated into the same group of souls so with all of this in mind she starts doing the, the 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 session with us and all she says it's like all right guys we're gonna meet at nighttime and we're going to um do the session so bring a pillow and a blanket and be warm. So we go into this like veranda. Is veranda the right word? Sure. Or like closed off like outdoor thing. And we're all lying down. There's 20 girls of us. And like none of, like, we were still strangers to each other, you know? And we have the stranger putting us through this thing that we don't even know what it's about. And so I all I remember is just lying down. She's like, have the piece of paper ready beside you. Just lie down, relax. And I'm going to give you some instructions. So all I see, she has this old school speaker on her waist and it's like from like the seventies. Like it's really old. It sounds like someone like record, like, you have you seen, um, and it was going to freak you out the conjuring. Mm, no, yeah. I haven't. You haven't seen the conjuring. No. So there's like parts where like the woman is speaking into the speaker and it sounds really scary and they're play- mm. playing it. Every time you hear Dolores Cannon is she speaks yes. from that speaker. That's I remember when oh, you yes. were, yeah, I just got chills too. That's when it sort of like tipped it off to me that that was Dolores Cannon that you were talking about that night. Because when you brought up that, how she was speaking through the speakerphone, because I would listen to Dolores Cannon night after night because my partner at the time, um, he would just play it like uh, YouTube videos of Dolores Cannon while we would sleep. So I found it really creepy in the beginning because it was... It sounds creepy. It sounded exactly like that, right? And it's just because... um, these videos of her were probably from the 80s mm. or early 90s and mm-hmm. it was just really like shitty technology stuff yeah. but as soon as you brought up that sort of like sound yeah i was like are you talking about dolores cannon and yeah, maybe yeah. this is part of the technique and part of the the way to sort of like channel you into it i, I don't know what so. that could be though. i think it is part of a technique maybe right? it's the frequency of like the recording yeah it's a different frequency because it's maybe. not like not like how we're recording on this podcast. Yeah. It's like, it sounds like a tape recorder. Yeah. 
Like a very. It, it almost sounds like they're speaking from a different dimension. Yes. That's what oh, it sounds oh, like. Oh my god! I just got chills. Like really scared. Like not scared, but yeah. I feel like a buzz in the back of my head. What are you saying? It's like that? when you watch. Like I don't know. I forgot what movie it was, but I remember I watched a movie not too long ago, and it was like they're speaking from a different dimension. Like yeah, and they're trying to talk to someone else, and it feels like from a speaker. They're like they're there, but they're not there. That's really creepy. That yeah. explains a lot of it because yeah. it's like it's like they're there, but it's like an there. echo. It's like an echo, like like almost like if you can hear the inner voice of you, but someone else is forcing the inner voice into you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that that gives me the creeps now that you think of it. So anyway, she has a speaker and she's talking through it, and she's like, "All right, everyone, relax, calm down." And you're supposed to get to this perfect trance state between sleeping and uh, being awake, so that you're still responsive to what she's saying, but you're not asleep, right? So after telling you to calm down, like there's many things that she tells you to like, like just calm your system. I thought it wasn't working. Frankly, I'm like, what's this bullshit? Like I feel my feet, I want to move. Like yeah, I itch. Like you didn't like, believe in it. No, not yeah. at all. Not at all. And then there came a point where I guess I was just super relaxed. And also I feel like a part of it also helped. I was eating raw vegan all week. I was like doing yoga every morning. Bitch, you were just hungry. <laughs> No, I'm <laughs> I was just hallucinating because I'm I'm hungry, but like I think that all like co- um cultivated into this perfect state of being able to do this successfully in the first time and not believing it. Yeah. So all I just remember is like, okay, I'm kind of cold. My feet are, are cold, and like, I don't, like, what the fuck is this shit? Is anyone seeing else seeing this? And then she's like, all right, you're gonna see a door, and just out of nowhere, you just see this door, and. I'm just like, what the fuck am I seeing? And she's like, when you walk through that door, you're going to see a past life. And you're meant to see it. Either you're meant to see it or it's something just to... No, they're always meant to see it. I think that's what she said. You're always meant to see it. So you walk through the door and she's like, "Um, take a look down at yourself and tell us what you see. And she's like... And like, I just remember looking down and I'm like, I have like calluses on my hands. I'm like a ginger. I have like leather straps on my, on my, uh, wrists. I can't remember what shoes I'm wearing. They're like leather boots type of looking things. And I'm like in a grass field. And then she'll ask other questions like, show me where you lived. And then I see like a zoom in of like a, a wooden cabin. And like, I'm, and at, at this point, I'm not trying to trip myself out because you could lose the mm-hmm. vision of this. But I'm like, okay, I see a cabin. And then she's like, show me what you do every day. And then they're just like, it's like, it's like a, like a flash montage of what your life was. was it's like this, nonlinear. Yeah. And she's like, she like zooms into different areas. Like everything, every question she asked, mm-hmm. I was able to zoom into these things. And then she asked me, um what did you do every day i'm chopping wood i'm making stew i'm like i have a cauldron looking thing <laughs> like mm-hmm. i'm in my cabin and i have like a, a little bed and then and then she starts asking specific questions about like your day-to-day and then she's like okay what did you what was your most happy moment and she's like and i remember it like i'm on a horse and i'm cheering really loudly with a bunch of people with me and then she's like show me your proudest moment or happiest moment. And then I end up seeing my partner, like, uh, who just gave birth, and it's my dad, which is like, yeah, that's weird. That's like, every time I try to explain that story, like your dad's the child. The, my dad's the baby. Got my it. dad's a white baby. Yeah. Yeah. I just look at the baby and I'm just like, that's my dad. Mm. 
you can't explain it. And like, I feel crazy every time I say that. But like, if my soul family follows with me every life that I have, and like the type of relationship I have with my dad, I kind of understand. It, like, I just know that's my dad. Yeah. And this is prior to you learning about soul families. hundred, yeah. And, and that type of thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I had no idea. And this is just her educating that, that day, just early, a couple hours earlier that, oh yeah, the same souls will follow you with every life. So for me to see a baby that's a white ginger baby in the arms of a ginger woman, but I know it's my dad. It's not a feeling that you just like ignore. It's yeah. just something, you know, mm-hmm. So after she asked that, she's like, okay, then show me how you died. And then, (laughs) so so, yeah. And then I I remember just grabbing some like, um, like roots of a tree going up a cliff and I missed one and I just fall and broke my neck and everything just stopped from there. Mm -hmm. Did you feel the pain? You hear the crack. No, but oh my you God. heard it. But you don't you feel heard the it. pain. No. You don't feel anything. Okay. Was no. it traumatic though? Like, were you no, not emotional? Scared. No, no. It was just like a matter of fact. Yeah. It was just like. It's just, yeah, just show you what happened. And so also, apparently how you die in your past life also leaves leaves you with things in your current life. Mm-hmm. So I have a lot of shoulder and neck issues, like right here. And so I'm like, fuck, like, is it because I died as a Viking back then, I guess? Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that was the start of that trip. And then this Hawaii trip is a whole like I think it was like a honestly like a pivotal moment for you because <laughs> pre-Hawaii um Lorelai was so different <laughs> compared to post uh Hawaii Lorelai. Like yeah. I wonder what pre-Hawaii Lorelai would have been like because I only know you as this version yeah. that's very sp- spiritual and like grounded in this sense. It's it's very weird. And on top of that, so I'm going to pivot it less from this past life regression story. Well, I have other past life regression stories, but I also experienced the alien encounters in Hawaii, which is like a whole other thing. What the fuck is up with Hawaii? Hawaii is a special place, man. Yeah. Hawaii is a special place. So Maria, Maria, bless her. I need to find that business card. I think we should like. Go? (laughs) I think we should go. I think we should go. Um, But. So Maria also explained that Hawaii is like, I think I mentioned this in one of our last podcasts, that Hawaii is like an attraction to extraterrestrials because of its energy that it emits and like the new land that's created and its like location. So I'm like, okay, what's this bullshit? This lady's telling us about past lives and it's some fucking aliens. I came here for a self-love retreat. Like (laughs) I'm trying to figure this out. Um. So she told us how there's this race of aliens called tall whites that are known to come to Hawaii because they look like humanoids. Like they can interact with their common dwellers and they kind of blend in, but not quite. Um, So I was like, okay, what the fuck is this shit? And so it turns out one of the nights that we were there, it was a black and white night. So on the town on the Island of Hawaii, Hawaii. They um there's one night of the year called Black and White Night that the whole like island celebrates on this like street festival. Dressed in just black and white. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And um weird story on top of this, but that night I remember walking around with a group of friends or a group of the the girls. And I just remember seeing in the distance like a really tall white figure 
that was like almost glowing, like so pale that they're glowing. And it's a dark night. It's nighttime. Yeah. And you're not supposed to approach these tall whites. They just let them exist. You don't approach because I don't know why you don't approach. But oh I just didn't do that. Imagine making like eye contact with one. I would have bumped into my back and oops, sorry. <laughs> would you really? Uh, I, I, I probably would approach. I'm like, just out of curiosity, I feel. Really? I It would depend on the situation because I feel like if it were like, it, it's maybe one of those situations where the communication happens like between minds and you know not mm-hmm. to go. Like, was that the vibe? Kind of. You just knew not to go. Yeah, you don't approach. Like, there is no curiosity. You just no. know you shouldn't do that. Yeah. It's like Weird. you don't approach a unicorn, right? Because it will run away. Oh, really? I would have approached a unicorn. <laughs> of course you would. <laughs> but yeah, it's like one of those things you don't approach. So um, yeah, that was, I know what I saw. Yeah. I wasn't on drugs. Didn't do, like, didn't think anything of it. Um, and saw some aliens that night. Yeah. Or what? they would call aliens i don't know how legit this is i feel crazy still telling the story and obviously you guys are like my friends it sounds crazy you know but like (laughs) i think we've been in this sort of like circle for a while now where like honestly i feel like anything is fucking plausible no i I, yeah honestly when you first told me that i was not in a spiritual sense (laughs) at that time and i was like like, peter who the fuck did you invite to my house right now i was like sure yeah sure but then after we had our spirituality awakening i was like oh i get it oh well it's because of chris because he's the only one that's like i know what you're talking about yeah and i literally felt crazy for four years knowing that i experienced something and not even knowing the name of dolores cannon yeah to look up what the fuck i just went through there was another part of your story about some crazy lady about the age of aquarius dude i don't think i told you the story we were on unicorns one day and the day that i saw the ufo which is a whole other story. That's a whole other story. <laughs> I remember that one. It was like a glowing, a like, glowing orb, orb in the sky. Yeah. So when I was rem- when I saw that right before that, I was talking about the story of meeting a woman on the island. So I made out of the whole group of women uh, um, on that retreat, I really, really kicked it off with this older, old, not super old, but older lady. She was, I think, she's from like Cincinnati. Her name was Jen, and she. I don't even have her contact anymore. Um, she and I like wanted to smoke weed and we're like, oh my God, it's our first night in town. We've been eating raw vegan all week. Like, let's go to a fucking restaurant. Yeah. You know, she's like, you know what? But like, I made a friend before we got here. So I want to hit her up because she had a really, really good weed. So apparently she met this woman by going to a bar. In Hawaii? In Hawaii by herself because the day before the retreat, uh. they kicked it off. And she's like, hey, do you have any weed? And the woman brought her to this van full of weed. You guys are so bold. What the fuck? First, the kava thing with everybody on meth giving you kava. And now this girl taking you to a van. No, I wasn't there. This is like, that's her story. So this is how she met the woman. Brought her to a van with a a really big like Hawaiian dude just having a bunch of weed on him. And they just really kicked it off. But there's something a little off about this woman. So... So she's like, okay, like she didn't have a cell phone. I don't think she had an address, right? Because, you know, a lot of people just like are kind of like migrants on the island and they just live. So she's like, I'm going to hit her up. I'm going to try to contact her. And like, maybe it was my good karma, but we invited her to this fancy restaurant. And me and my, my friend 
we're trying to hide from the rest of the group because like oh we're breaking our raw vegan diet whatever oh, you know supposed to. but i'm like we're in the island of hawaii like hawaii and we and we want to experience like a nice dinner exactly so i had some like really good seafood but sh- we invited this woman and let me put it this way she doesn't really fit in because this restaurant's a little finer dining and she's not exactly she was rough around the rough edges. around the edges like yeah. she's been living out on the island you know she's not all done up or anything yeah wearing all black in the dead heat of hawaii yeah leather jacket like whoa leather jacket that's black hat she was like an older black woman with a slight accent and i can't remember where she's from but she mumbled a lot to herself a lot a lot a lot to the point where i'm like she's very nice very cool very nice woman but she's off yeah. Like she's hearing voices or something. Like she's replying to somebody. Like cool. throughout the dinner too. So you guys just <laughs> did this entire thing just to get weed from her? Or were you guys just curious about her as well too? We were curious about her. And frankly, I had the weed, but my weed pen died. Oh, okay. So then we are like, okay, let, yeah, just come to dinner. And she, I think she was apprehensive because she didn't have money for the dinner. Mm. So I covered her dinner. Because I'm like, I, I understood like we're inviting like a stranger Who's not a good financial place? Yeah, to dinner, but all she would be mumbo is like, like, a, like uh, Capricorn, Capricorn, Aquarius. I'm just like saying like random oh astrological things, and then like, and then when I was talking to Peter about this, I'm like, fuck, I think she was talking about like Aquarius, like age of Aquarius, and this is before all of us learning about this shit, you mm-hmm. know. So, anyways, and then when I told Peter the story, that's when I saw the UFO that day. Yeah. But that was a whole weird interaction with this woman. Don't remember her name. Don't know where she is at this moment. Yeah. I uh, That's wild. I yeah. wonder She was I, like she was almost like like the oracle from from the Matrix. From the Matrix. Yeah. That's exactly just what mumbling. I of. Yeah. But just mumbling to herself. Interesting. But cohesive enough compre- like well, sorry, what's the word? Just a, able to communicate with us enough. Yeah. To know that she's still there. She was she not we're not in danger, she's not in danger, but she's just not Was she on drugs or anything? I mean I you can't ask her. She I know. sells True. weed up the van. True. She didn't even sell it. Apparently she just brought this woman into the van. Oh. To smoke. That's a I wanna see this van. Yeah. So apparently she's just known around Hawaii. Cause like everywhere we went with her, people were just saying what up to her. Yeah. But like she has no home That's in Hawaii. Cool. So Maybe she's Anyways. like the local witch at Hawaii. <laughs> you know? Maybe. She does like oracles and shit for everyone. Maybe. Maybe there's a reason for all the meth usage there. Maybe it's like, maybe they know too much and they're just like, yo, my brain can't fucking take this. So they just resort to like math. Maybe. Well, it's like, you know what they're saying? Like if you're awakened, you know, like spiritually awakened. Yeah. You are more likely to be depressed and down mm. because yeah. you know too much. Like you're aware of all this shit that... It's, it's more it's, yeah it's more like to be like naive and ignorant about everything right and just be blind to what's going on around you you're just happier that way exactly yeah you yeah know? i think that's exactly what it could be yeah um and also i didn't touch on the point that they also have this call this thing called puna sunday flow so on that the sunday cool. yeah on sunday we do this aesthetic dance in the forest so it's a rave in the forest at 10 in the morning where it's just trans music <laughs> and you don't like wear a sh- ton of people tons not oh. just our uh, not not just our retreat it's like 20 bucks to get in okay all whites included 
actually i didn't pay attention I didn't was it like attention. a party vibe or was everyone there like hippy dippy like fucking dreads yeah i die yeah hippy dippy and yeah. like you can't talk no electronics oh. no shoes no dancing with people unless you're like like partnered Wait, type you can't of thing. Talk? No, you can't talk. So you can't hit on people. This reminds either. me of that TikTok I saw when people have this VR th- goggles with like headphones on and they're just parting it up oh. in the wave. <laughs> no one's making a sound. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you ha- like that was the rule. No photos either. And it's just trance music at 10 in the morning in the forest. 10 in the morning? 10 in the morning. Jesus. And not under the influence of anything. No. It's just no drugs, no alcohol allowed. What, what was the point of it? Just just a release of energy, oh. I guess. This sounds back to that wild, wild country shit. <laughs> this show. is a fucking call show. This but there's no sound. We're not yelling. It's the opposite. It's like, you know, trying to like keep everything in. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> were you actually shit. dancing? Or were you like self-conscious? Like I think that's what the exercise is about. Mm. Being confident in yourself and not caring because everyone's self-conscious at that point. Yeah. And it's, it's a different vibe. I would understand like a 10 in the morning. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I want coffee. Yeah. Like at nighttime, it's like, all right, let's get your loose, you know. But maybe that's the point. It like tricks your, like, because you don't expect that type of activity in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe this was, point. so that was step one of Puna Sunday Flow. So step two was going to the nude beach. Oh. And okay. so this nude beach had like edibles sold everywhere. They had like a drum circle. There was a really old man doing yoga, naked yoga in front of me, which was like very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually fell down a cliff and really oh cut my open God. my foot really, really bad um, on that trip. That was kind of scary. And all the girls had to tell me was, oh, just dip your foot in the ocean <laughs> and it will clean it. You'll be fine. Dude, my foot was like cut open for like weeks oh my god on end um, was there like a sexual connotation to this nude beach as well like were people like no. getting frisky and shit no they were there were families full-on families there. oh okay yeah and if you were like not naked you're the weird one so did you strip down i sure did <gasps> lord that's a am- honestly <laughs> i don't know if i'd be able to do that i would i would do it yeah because you're weird if you didn't get naked yeah yeah but even like okay say we were to go together though okay it's okay it's different because i was a stranger you were by yourself with strangers yeah you're never gonna see these people again yeah (laughs) wait would you guys would would like if we were us three okay (laughs) honestly that'd be so fucking weird (laughs) it's weird but you know you know when you're in a gym you go in the shower i've done that with people i know what oh like showering yeah just like keep your eyes on man eyes eyes up here not down there yeah but i don't know you wouldn't do it yeah, like I probably would. But with strangers, but not with anymore. us. I don't care. I probably would. You're saying that now. I feel like you're it'll be shit. mad awkward, but we just need to get over it together. You, you sort of, we sort of just have to s- stand in front of each other first, yeah, and just stare at each other for a good five minutes. You know what? You know what? Okay, we good. We're good with this. I think Let's continue. I think you'll be in the water the whole time. Why? <laughs> just <laughs> covering up. <laughs> yeah, she has a weird one. I don't know. Yeah, I did it completely. Amazing. Like it was actually very freeing. There's yeah. something. Oh, I could imagine. There's something different about the sun hitting places that mm-hmm. the sun don't shine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah because clothing can be a hindrance yeah and frankly i was a little shocked because these girls were just so quick to like take everything off yeah and like we were just watching the older man doing yoga in front of us like balls in my face type of thing yeah and then we saw this like little baby running away and the mom and the dad chasing the baby 
it was really cute. Yeah. So I'm just like, I guess this is okay. So there's no like creepy guys in the no, corner looking no. and whatnot. Everyone's high, smoking weed, playing on the drums. Cool. That's all it is. And it's a hidden beach. So you have to climb down a cliff, hence why I fell and, yeah. and <laughs> cut open Sounds my foot. Cool. Or people probably know to like jerk off the day before. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, don't, know. I don't know. I know the protocol is. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, apparently that's like their their schedule, and that's like their church. Like the the rave is the church, and then oh, the party church. after okay. is oh that the is again. Beach. This is a cult. I didn't join a cult, guys. <laughs> that sounds Almost. cool. I want to go to Hawaii now just for that. I know they've had a couple after this, like a couple of retreats after this, but it was their first one too. Mm. So oh, so you guys were like the test group. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So that's my story of Hawaii. It's a. Uh, I still like seriously still feel crazy like i there's i can't tell the story to many people mm-hmm. without yeah a lot of people won't relay or do, they don't want to understand probably people no. listening to this podcast right now they're like yeah what the, what the fuck, fuck is this <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about yeah. yeah yeah but um again that's that whole experience was validated after meeting chris because i need i needed to learn more about dolores cannon to recall all that I mm-hmm. experience and like learn about what she was actually teaching and actually know who this woman is. Yeah. Because without that, I wouldn't have gone through that spiritual shit that we went through in 2020 together. Yeah. <laughs> and like Dolores Cannon, it's like, yeah, she has a following, but it's a very sort of like niche following. Very, very niche. It's not like if you bring up her name in a normal discussion with random people that yeah. they would actually know who that is. Yeah. I only know about that because my partner was really into spirituality and I didn't know who the fuck Dolores Cannon was. <laughs> but then as I started listening to some of the shit that she was talking about, because she's very in tune with like extraterrestrials yeah. and understanding like why we're here and what our what our duty is here as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, I'm like, okay, maybe there's some like validity to this. Cause at the end of the day, like it if you hold her teachings and her sayings up next to like I guess organized religion, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Yeah. You know, it's like what makes Dolores's can- Dolores Cannon's teachings less than mm. religion because religion we we haven't seen Jesus we haven't seen those yeah I understand where you're coming from and religion is a little different in terms of dogma sort of mm. stance Dolores Cannon is more like free spirited I feel like to get to into Dolores Cannon you had to have some kind of psychedelic, psychedelic experience, experience almost yeah because then you understand <laughs> what realm she's coming from you know but the thing is when I had my whole experience that was before psychedelics right and that, that's which why is kind of crazy it, it was crazy yeah. that's why no one really understood I yeah. think the only way you will understand it if you actually experienced it firsthand yeah, if you true. didn't like imagine you were in my position and I told you before yeah. you we had psychedelics <laughs> we are like Peter what the fuck I'm not friends with you Wait, no is more. that really what you when told you no, no no for me i was like cool cool trip you know <laughs> but also to that point though like my partner was not into psychedelics at all oh, actually when when he got into dolores cannon he was very much into like the afterlife and and like things like death and whatnot mm-hmm. and, oh near death like, experiences. Near, near death experiences yeah. yeah and then dolores cannon and yeah. even like gurus like sad guru um yeah. So, so yeah. he's already very much open-minded. Exactly. To the possibility. Yeah. So whether yeah. it's like deep research and just like uh, natural like curiosity that gets you there, or it's psychedelics, which is yeah. just probably much faster. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing with Dol- Dolores Cannon is like she breaks the idea that um, life and death is linear, because mm-hmm. if anything, it's just a cycle that continues going until you reach a point that you don't. I guess you elevate to another 
realm. Nirvana? Yeah, another realm, which interconnects with the law of one, which also triggered a whole other level of understanding. Oh, boy. It's another podcast. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> but I, I, I'm sorry. Sorry, I feel like a good starting point for anyone who is even curious about this, watch the movie Soul. Yes. By Pixar. If you watch that, I think that's a great introduction to this shit. Soul's good. Yeah, Soul's a great movie. Soul made me cry, man. I cried in that. Movie but and the, there's one specific scene that made me cry, um, where you actually see the souls going into the light. Oh, I see. And there's something just so calming and like oh, comforting about that. I don't know why I can't figure it out, but I cried for a little bit watching that. It was just so beautiful to me. I don't know. And it's cool to see. Is it Pixar? Yeah, Disney? Pixar. Yeah. Like them exposing children to this type of yeah. spirituality as well. Yeah. I wonder who took drugs and who approved it. Who approved this? <laughs> who approved that? Honestly. <laughs> um, I'm curious of your guys's because I, so uh, um, I remember when I first started TikTok because we also went crazy. It went viral that past life regression uh, video on YouTube. Yeah. And I know we've tried it a couple times. Do you recall any of them being successful? Yeah. I had one. It was by myself though. I think I told you. Oh, really? You. Yeah. I think yeah. I, it wasn't a past life, but it was a guardian angel regression. Oh. <gasps> Oh, I don't Guardian know. Angel. Oh regression. no, that was yeah. a different video. I think I know what you're talking about. It, yeah, it was. I, I forgot how I even stumbled upon it, but I remember one day I just woke up and I'm like, I feel the need to do something like this because I, I had it on my to watch to watch on my YouTube mm-hmm. for a while, and I'm like, okay, let's fucking do this. So I did it, and the, it was a girl. I think I forgot who it was exactly, but she kind of did the same thing that you described mm-hmm. about the door walking to the door, mm-hmm. and she's like, now you would see someone and think that's your guardian angel. And then I saw literally my uncle. Like, oh my God. So, from, from, yeah. And he passed away when I was very young, Yo. but he came, he was literally, he came to Canada twice. And I remember I was a kid, like he showered me with gifts. He gave me all the attention I wanted. Like he was like one of my favorite uncles. Uh, no disrespect to my other uncles, but like <laughs> literally like, you know, I, I feel a really strong bond with him. And like, I just, I remember I started crying because it was so oh. vivid and like, uh, during that whole experience there was an opportunity of having a Q&A with the with your angel almost not almost but like we did have a yeah. Q&A so like what so yeah. you were able to ask him questions yeah like ask questions you know like so what'd you ask like am I on the right path you know like is everything gonna be okay kind of stuff like that like yeah. I remember I asked stuff like that and you know he would just smile on me and like he would like you know tap my head and Aww. you know stuff like Whoa. that yeah it was very uh, Were you as like a little kid with him? No, I was, oh. I was like myself. Oh, okay. Myself, yeah. Did you go into it with the expectation of seeing him? No. So it was just out of the blue? Like out of the blue. You were just doing the session, you're just like, no expectations, and then boom. Yeah, it said guardian angel. I didn't know who my guardian angel was. And then when she says, look on the distance, who's coming towards you or something like that, and then I saw him, I'm like, oh my God. I'm not even surprised it's him, to be honest. Wow. Yeah. Why does that creep me out, though? What, what, why, is so it, why does it creep you out? I don't know. I guess it's just somebody that's passed mm-hmm. away, and then they just come back. What about it is creepy, though? It, you, you feel like you're seeing a ghost. And what about ghosts scares you? <laughs> They're spooky. <laughs> just no? media. Yeah. But what if they? Oh, I told you, like, we're in a room full of ghosts right now. We are. I can see them around. Right now. <laughs> I, I read a book when I was in Vancouver. Actually, it was like a, ver- a very short book, but it was about guardian oh angels oh. and how you could rec- request like things from guardian angels, like a benevolent request. 
Oh, yeah, very what interesting. What book is this? Um, I have it down. It's actually really cool. This book. It was Did like you a, find it. It was like Audible had this. Oh. It was an Audible thing. <laughs> yeah. But Audible had this special. Uh, it's called Audible Plus. Some special membership extra shit the mm-hmm. giveaway it's like free books and i'm i was just walking around literally getting ready to my flight back home yeah and i'm like i have like three hours to kill and i just saw like a three-hour audible i'm like perfect click and i started listening to it i'm like wow this is interesting shit oh yeah and some of the requests that i've asked actually came true stop yeah, are I'm, you allowed to say I'm like i'm kidding can you say like a request yeah. that you that yeah what you request have you made and it materialized oh i don't want to say it i don't want to say it but i asked like we we can be vague about it yeah yeah i'll be vague okay be vague like uh for someone to reaching out to me and they reached out to me yeah whoa like and i'm like whoa i was not expecting this shit to come like to be true like i i would never have thought that person would have reached out to me and they did i'm like this is this is fucking scary shit oh shit yeah so interesting what i guess what's the point of a guardian angel i guess it's to help guide us well from that book he was saying that like guardian angels want to help you Mm -hmm. but they 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 can't interfere right you can't you can't really interfere but they also want to understand what you want from them right like the want to know what your intentions are what you really want because like we say stuff to the universe like oh you know why is this happening or i want this you know and then we know there's like it's like emptiness for, in that void right because we don't have something or something is happening to us that we don't want right but like they don't really understand what do we actually mean by that so that's why the guy was saying in the book is like you gotta request it directly and saying like a benevolent request for instance what's a bene- what does benevolent mean yeah, good question i i actually looked it up because i'm like what the fuck does benevolent mean <laughs> is it, it means like uh, i like the word benevolent benevolent you can ask Google. Oh yeah, you can ask Google. But then it's gonna be on the microphone and stuff. <laughs> you know. uh, yeah. So while I'm looking this up, so it's like your true intentions. It's it can't be an ego driven want, right? And yeah. also, is this the actual like entity of that person or soul of that person, or is it just a projection? Like, does it mean that they haven't passed on to their next Maybe? sort of like iteration? or next body? i think they're i well from the law of one which we we can't have gotten into angels are typically higher level beings that mm-hmm. want to guide you but can't interfere in anything so here's like uh, beloved is characterized by expressing goodwill or kindly feeling so i remember he was saying that you can't ask for a request that will affect anyone else's life mm. it only oh, could, okay here's there's rules so like it has to be something that only that it could happen to you not to affect anyone else. So mm. you can't say, I request a benevolent outcome that fucking Kim K is going to fucking marry me one day. <laughs> like, it's not going to happen, right? That's what you want? I'm, that was an example. Out of, out of all the things you can fucking think of. Person that came to mind. Sorry. Not Kendra? <laughs> Kendra, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's... Cool. So kind of past life, but kind of like spirit guide experience. Yeah, yeah. you know. So then I could relate because I remember we tried past life a few times yeah. and like we fell asleep. I fell asleep yeah. anyway. And I'm like, nope, didn't work for me. Yeah. I thought it did. Yeah. Like I was breaking through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, I just fell asleep. I remember. I just remember like, Chris, your sister was just snoring beside me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did, did you experience no, anything all I the think time I that was we tried one it? Of those that fell asleep as well. You know, because yeah. it's just so comfortable. Yeah. yeah. The voice is so soothing, but I do want to give it a try. 
you know i think the closest thing that has ever happened to me it wasn't past life regression but astral projection oh okay um, like after i think we did a shroom trip i think it was like the week after or the weekend and then i actually gave it like a real go and i feel like i almost i almost came out of my body Yo, That's crazy so thing. I, I've actually experienced astral projection too recently. Oh my God. Cause you're scaring me. I don't know the way you're looking at me, looking at me right now. <laughs> so intense. For the past, for the past two months, I've been meditating for at least minimum 20 minutes every time when I, right when I wake up. Yeah. So every day I've been doing that and every day I've been getting more into it. Like mm-hmm. it just feels weird. My brain just tingles. It feels weird. And I was Whoa. able to like, some days you might not, you feel off, you know, whatever, but other yeah. days you really get so into it. And one day I got into it that I just like shot, I saw myself in the room, exactly what I was wearing. I went outside and then I remember like, let me go to the CN Towers. So I was just chilling in the CN Towers. <laughs> what the fuck? I swear, I swear. I'm like, let me just zoom. It's, it's like I super speed right there. And I had, I was like, let me just sit down where like Drake sat down on views on this album. Stop. Yeah, I was just fucking around and then I'm like, okay, uh, let me just go back home now. Right. And it zoomed all the way to where I live. Like I knew exactly where I was going. I was heading that direction. It was weird. I don't know if that was I can't Did it feel like a dream state as well? Yeah. It it felt weird. It felt like I was dreaming. It felt like it didn't seem like it was color. It felt like a different shade, like a darker oh. shade, maybe, like the yeah. world. It didn't seem like, oh, everything is like colorful or anything like that. Well, that sounds like remote viewing. Have you heard about that CIA paper or something? That, yeah. How they've, mm. they've, they've really honed in on the spiritual shit and they use it to their advantage. So that could have been like, if you wanted to spy someone in the CN Tower, maybe yeah. you could have done it. It's like, it's yeah. literal like spiritual like warfare. Yeah. Oh, spiritual warfare. That spiritual freaks, like spying. Freaks me that freaks me out. Yeah. Could you imagine? Well, I'm sure it's happening. Oh, yeah. Like, sure. I'm sure that, like, the elites know. The better. Russians. Yeah. The fucking. Oh, my God. What so, are they called? In Russia? KGB? The Nazis? Oh. The, the, that's, those that's are German. German. <laughs> <Wow>. History. <laughs> History, Chris. <laughs> was not my strong suit. But, like, I'm sure the Nazis really fucked around with that shit, too. Oh, man. And that rabbit hole of all those, con- like, those conspiracy theories. Yeah. Oh boy. Past life regressions are. I think everyone should try it. There's one by Brian Weiss on YouTube. That's the one that I've used a couple times. Mm. And I've never told you guys this, and maybe this is TMI, but remember that one past life regression where I was at like a residential school. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I was like molested by like a priest or something. Oh my gosh. And I it really freaked me out that I didn't tell you guys that day of. So I remember remembering back. And it's going to be really weird to tell you guys this. But the, I remember the priest asking me while he was doing, like, assaulting me. I feel so weird right now. I sorry. feel really weird. I'm yeah. sorry. He asked me, like, tell me that you like it. Oh, my God. Oh. Or, like, or that, or he said, um, do you like it? Y'all, I'm tripping right now, man. And, Straight like, and I'm, I'm, I'm in a swear on our friendship my stomach dropped because when I was seeing my last guy, his voice was that voice again. Oh, oh God. It really fucked me up. Is so that you TMI? Feel like, you feel like... I feel that was like a trauma I had to get rid of. Oh, a trauma. I thought yeah. maybe it was like part of the soul part, but like the Maybe. I feel like me and this, uh, this, this guy that I used to talk to, I feel like we have a deeper connection 
and I knew him some past life, but that really, like, really fucked me up mm. because it was like deja vu of hearing that past mm. life regression. And I'm, and like, I froze up a little bit, mm-hmm. but maybe yeah. that, that could have been the recycled soul. It could have been my, my karmic cycle ending there. Fuck me. Yeah. Okay. I think we need to stop. <laughs> Let's move on. For, I, for some reason, I feel so charged right now and like, <laughs> uh, like tingly. And I feel like I keep looking around the room and I just see eyes looking at me. Oh, it's all eyes only. Yeah. Like, I'm just waiting for that painting over there to blink. <laughs> I'm waiting for Rihanna over there to blink at me. That's three I eyes. I just feel, and I'm in front of a mirror. I just feel weird right now. Did so. I tell you about how I, I got Reiki down when I was a kid? No. Oh my god, no, save that. Save that story. <laughs> save that story. What the fuck? I didn't know that. He got Reiki, I know. And he didn't even know it was Reiki. <laughs> I have to I have to talk to my mom about this. Yes, okay. yes. I, I still need answers. So All right, okay. okay. Here Let's we are. Add some levity to this <laughs> fucking discussion. You're right supposed now. to make it uplifting a podcast. <laughs> I know. I just gave you dropped that bomb at the end. It's so weird. Anyway. I don't know why it just makes me feel so spooked out. Really? yeah does that last story make you feel uncomfortable that's why i was like really like nervous of sharing that but like it really freaked me out i can see it being like a premise of like a film like a horror film as well uh really this idea of past life regression yeah and and like those traumatic things sort of like there is a movie like that what i need let me get back to you on that okay so back to our segment that Uh, we are we gonna sing it again yeah (laughs) things Things we we don't don't understand understand. (laughs) (laughs) why do we keep welcome back to our segment okay things we don't understand so things we don't understand um collectively individually peter go first (laughs) okay Um, you have pretty good ones yeah the thing i don't understand is banana stickers (laughs) <laughs> okay why why don't you understand banana stickers one time i bought a pa- uh, a bundle of bananas and it just was green it wasn't like you know going yellow or anything so i'm like what the fuck it's been like a week like uh, what was my bananas <laughs> and then you guys I, men- I mentioned to you guys and you guys were like are there stickers on the bananas i'm like yeah and they're like that's why you gotta take the stickers off i'm like what do you mean you gotta take the stickers off the banana I'm like, you guys are fucking with me, right? And I, I didn't believe you guys. And I asked everyone, and everyone was like, yeah, you didn't know? You gotta take the sticker off the banana. I'm like, I don't understand. Like, who, what, how? But did they ripen after you took off the stickers? Not that one, because they, it, it was, it stayed green, so I left it there for like two weeks as decoration at that point. I'm like, eh. You see, no stickers. Yeah, so I don't understand. Like, the next time I took the stickers off, it went yellow. And yeah, I don't understand that. But apparently it's true. I don't know if it's... <laughs> Wait, okay, I'm confused now. It's not true. <laughs> it's not true. Fuck you guys. Not, okay. Fuck you guys. <laughs> it's actually not true. <laughs> okay, because I thought maybe like it was a real thing. Because okay, now I, I got so confused. So wait, everyone was we, fucking with me. So yeah, everyone all, was on the same yeah. page. There's like ten people that told me this. Oh yeah, we totally just like told yeah, everyone we, like just yeah, go with it. Yeah, let's go with guys? it. I hate you guys. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I hate you guys. It's been like a year. <laughs> I mean, ever since that the one banana, I, I fucking took the stickers off my bananas every fucking but time. But it worked, right? It was just that one. Yeah, yeah, it worked. Hey, did it work? Did it work? Yeah. All right. <laughs> do you understand now? Yeah. Things that we do understand <laughs> yeah. now. Now I just understand not to trust you guys no more about stupid <laughs> shit like that. That, right. was, that was a funny That's moment, a good one. though. It was great for us. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm happy you guys uh, had fun with that. Wait, so you you literally ha- thought it was real up until this moment? Yeah. So you've been taking right. the stickers off all your bananas, off all my fruits. Imagine, <laughs> <laughs> imagine all the things our fucking parents told us, and we just blindly just. Oh my god! Just, oh my god! Like let's, my parents let's do that. Sorry, my parents told me that I was allergic to smoking cigarettes my entire life. <laughs> I swear to God. I'm going to tell my kids that for sure. <laughs> well, apparently, if you f- cut your finger, a priest with no head will come out of it. Oh, my, <laughs> oh my God. What the fuck, man? Oh that even gave me chills. <laughs> Shit. That's what my mom told me. That's so creepy. <laughs> I feel like mine wasn't even legit. But it was to you. W- <laughs> okay, you know what? Whatever. I have another one for next week. Whatever. Banana stickers. I understand now. You guys are fucking bullshit. All right, Chris. I love What that. do you got? Okay, so this one I thought of earlier. Okay. Why do different animals and species hear different frequencies compared to humans? Like, why wouldn't we be designed in a way that we, we can, can hear all hear everything? the same frequencies and and have the same like range of hearing? Good point. It's like it's like se- senses in general, like smell yeah. as well. It's like what's the purpose of dogs being able to hear far more layers of frequency than us? Is that a survival thing, maybe? I, th- I think I was just thinking that maybe it's a survival thing because for us, we're just sheltered. We don't need that kind of like high pitch frequency to survive or smell, I would assume. Yeah. But for like a dog or a bear or a wolf, let's say they're in the wild, that's they need that to survive. The primal instincts. Yeah, primal instincts, right? And through generations of evolution, I'm just thinking out loud yeah. here. Well, maybe that's the purpose of their existence. Like maybe our purpose of existence is not to have such high sensory abilities and maybe that's why humans are here to just ponder like our whole lives whereas a dog their point is not to ponder maybe their point is i don't know to find companionship i don't know that it's just yeah very esoteric answer (laughs) and maybe they're actually communicating at a higher level that we just simply don't understand well apparently cats can see like shit Ghost. We can't. Oh my god, yeah. I saw the craziest TikTok. Did you see that TikTok? <gasps> the one with the dog collar? Yeah. <gasps> Wait, the one with the no, the one with the cat. No, we saw a different oh, one. Oh, we tossed I got chills thinking of the one I saw. Okay, I'll talk about mine and then you say yours. Okay. Oh, you guys are on cat's TikTok? I'm on cat yeah. TikTok too. No, I'm on dog TikTok. Dog ghost TikTok. Okay, so go. yeah, it was a dog ghost. So basically this cat lived with a dog and the dog passed away. And then this cat looked like it was like trying to paw at something in the oh, air. Yeah, I did see that oh, one. Oh, I've seen that one. Yeah, I've seen that so one. cute. And then there was like, it was contrasted with like an animation or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them playing with the them dog. Them playing with the dog yeah. in the air. Yeah. Anyways, that was mine. What was yours? Okay, no, mine freaked me out. And I don't usually like videos. Like, I'm I, I'm kind of an asshole like that. <laughs> I don't really like videos all the time. But I like this one because I wanted to show you guys. It really creeped me out. So it's like two dogs in their kennels and they're barking like crazy. They go silent for like 10 seconds and one of the dog's collars just falls off. Okay, that's fucking poltergeist. Just falls off and the dog's like shook. And it, it gave me chills, like real chills. Like that's probably one of the first, like one, like there's two probably ghost videos that really fuck with me. Oh my God. That's all I get served these days. I, that's I get so scary. Videos but it's also it Halloween. It's also Halloween. I know, no, but there's some that was like. The one with the little girl running out of the bathroom. Okay. I don't know if I can handle it. Okay. Let's hold the spooky. Right Honestly, spooky I don't shit. know what it is right now. My vibe is just so like. <laughs> <laughs> You're safe. They feed off fear. They feed safe. off fear. Love them more. We have Palo Santo, man. And normally I'm not that, like, afraid. I don't know. Anyways. Don't be afraid. Yeah. 
because they'll come when they're afraid. Shut up, <laughs> Lord! Shut up. Okay, what don't you? Fuck what don't you. you understand? Okay, so it's kind of creepy. Yeah, ghosts. Really? Okay. <laughs> Mirrors. Oh great! And I'm right in front of a fucking mirror over here. Mirrors. What's so? Why don't you understand no, okay. mirrors? Okay. Number one, what the fuck is it made of? Is some kind of metal, obviously. It's glass. not a metal. It's, it's not. It's a paint, isn't with, it? Yeah. It's a weird paint. No, the fu- isn't it? Isn't it actually metal? No, wait. Yeah, maybe it is. No, it's like a it's like a some a liquid that you. I've pour actually onto watched it. a video of how, how to make, make mirrors, mirrors right? Yeah, okay, my second one is like when you put two mirrors together, right? How far does it go when you see your prism? Oh yeah, that's fucked. that fucks me up. What that's do you mean? How fucked. far does it go? Like I think it was at your house, maybe the previous <laughs> the house. house. Has many mirrors, <laughs> dude. There's one where there's like I don't know. Maybe it's not your house. Maybe well, even just, the elevator. Yeah, when you see like reflection on both sides and like. You just see everlasting prism of yourself. Yeah. How far does that go? To infinity. And, and like, so you see somebody waving on the other end. Because eventually the movement becomes so delayed, right? Is that bending time then? Technically, wouldn't it be? Right? I don't know, man. I don't understand mirrors. They freak me out. I watched something recently about mirrors that I don't know. This is bullshit. Okay. <laughs> Don't look. Look yeah, to your left. There's it's like, like <laughs> if you look at a mirror long enough, right? You know, like it might wink at you or do something different. Like, oh, I saw that. Saw that. Yeah. Okay. Don't look too long. Don't look too long at a mirror. There's also that um, Bloody Mary. Have you? No, no. Candyman. No. Okay. <laughs> no, that mirror that makes you look like it's like a it's like a super mirror. Oh, the oh, true mirror. I saw the that. Mi- I saw it on that. Saw TikTok. that on TikTok. Yeah. And people were just like so intrigued looking at themselves. Yeah. But what is it? It's something about their eyes. I no, think, it's because right? it's, you know how our reflection is a reverse. So what we see in the mirror is not what people see. If you flip mm. that mirror, that's, what they, that's what they see. So you're never in the mirror ever really seeing what you other people see. Right. That true mirror does that. That's you. why you think you look different like, yeah. in photos sometimes because you're not accustomed to seeing that version of you. You're, see, you're accustomed to seeing the flip side of you. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah. Don't but it's still mirrors. you though just the reverse so, you know what, you know what i mean right like yeah but your perception's just like a little off a little off because right? like just like if you're on like a snapchat camera or like a selfie camera and then you flip it you're like oh fuck you yeah especially when you <laughs> have like <laughs> your fuck? hair at a certain yeah yeah. yeah so and like when it comes to feng shui or feng shui or however shui. the fuck you say yeah it, um like mirror placement is very significant yeah when it comes you're to not supposed to sleep in room. front of a mirror but i have two mirrors in my room <laughs> and right in front of you yeah oh i've had the worst experiences sleeping in front of mirrors. okay let's hold this off till next week because i'm getting creeped out now yeah. oh yeah okay let's hold this off till our spooky halloween yeah episode spooky season spooky season we need to go thrift shopping for our outfits <laughs> yeah just saying is that that's probably not even gonna happen no oh you know what? it will be a two-person call <laughs> okay. remember that baby we saw how many people do need to be in a cult there could be only two <laughs> that's true <laughs> all right well this has been actually a longer episode than usual how long an hour 20 almost oh, okay Ooh. um well thanks for listening to my hawaii story guys and hopefully sharing. you don't Can't get tired of listen. that no, I can't wait to listen. Um, but it's been a great episode three, season two of Four All Eyes Only. I'm Lore. I'm Peter. And I'm Chris. Uh, see you next week. See ya. Later. <laughs>